Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our number three weekend fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galina, the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and uh, the Fantasy Prince, Sean Engel, all with you on the Saturday afternoon, week 16 in the NFL, championship week in season-long fantasy football. And uh, phones were ringing off the hook, which is great, which means that a lot of successful listeners out there. So uh, kudos to all of you. Successful. They're listening to us. uh, They're already successful. Absolutely. Right. It's a life-changing experience. Uh, 844-843-6879. And we got uh, Mike from Buffalo on the line. What's going on there, Mike? It's cold in Buffalo. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, uh, part of our success uh, you guys I started off 1-4 before I started listening to you guys 9-5 and five made it to the uh, championship nice oh man so that is fantastic <laughs> nice rebound good job to the chip. yeah yeah well yeah so, uh, give yourself the credit man. You, you that's did. right <laughs> uh, thank you guys <laughs> so I had uh, Tyler Boyd go down last week and uh, now my championship is on the back of Robbie Anderson or Not Doug bad. Baldwin, what do you guys think? Who oh, I, I kind of actually like both of them this week. Um, you know, Baldwin yeah. had a great game last week, but Anderson's been pretty good, solid the last two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I, yes. I, I kind of like both of them. Did you say, is this PPR? This is a full, full point PPR, yes. Well, then I'll be honest. I, I think I'm going to go with Baldwin in full point PPR just because I think he gets more opportunities. But I do like Anderson as well. So, you know, it, it, it comes down to a tough choice. They're really close for me um, against Green Bay. Anderson should be in line for a good game. I, I think it's really going to come down to between these two is which one gets in the end zone. Uh, and right. for me, I, I think I'm going to take a shot on Baldwin with Wilson throwing to him a little bit quicker than I'm going to take the shot on Anderson. Okay. One more. Uh, for my flex, would you guys flex Jalen Samuels or Marlon Mack this week? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I like Mack. Um, again, full <laughs> point PPR, though. And, yes. you know, right. Samuels definitely going to get those catches. I mean, Saints are uh, definitely a great rushing defense. There's no doubt about it, but they have given up points to pass catching backs, uh, given up 85 receptions, over 800 yards already to pass catching backs alone. Um, so, uh, um, 
Oh, I'm sorry, 78 receptions uh, on the season. I was looking at a different stat. My bad. But still, a lot. They, they've given up a lot. Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey all, you know, put up double-digit points on it through the air alone against them, where I, I think Samuels has that same type of opportunity. But, man, Mac has an absolute chance to just run down the Giants' throats, um, you know, with the possibility of two touchdowns just on the ground alone. I think I got to go with Mac in this matchup against just a beat up Giants defense. Giants defense, yeah. All right. They, they lost All right. out. Alec Ogletree's out this week. You know, they lost Landon Collins last week on IR. Two of two of the biggest focal points of their defense. Right. All right. Thank you guys. Again, part of my yeah, no championship. All right. Uh, go get Happy holidays. <laughs> All right. Happy holidays to you too. And good luck. Go bring it home. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Take care, man. Lead us, O Master. Where we go next? I don't know. We just talked about the Cowboys, right? We're going to talk maybe a little uh, Vikings football. Vikings Ooh, uh, six-point favorite. Vikings-Lions. Fa- yeah, yeah. In uh, Detroit, Vikings six-point favorite, 42-and-a-half. Uh, oof. What do you do here? I mean, uh, Matthew Stafford just uh, toss him aside. <laughs> Vikings yeah. uh, have held uh, nine straight uh, quarterbacks to quarterback 16 or worse. But the big thing, the deal was uh, the reemergence of Dalvin Cook last week, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to run the Cook, ball. Definitely. They're going to run the yeah. ball. <laughs> As well they should, no doubt. I, yeah. Dalvin Cook finally starting to look like he's rounding truly back into form. And, you know, 19 carries last week just ran – you know, wild against the Dolphins. Um, you got to love that. They're definitely in play this week. You got to start him. There's no doubt. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Giant Lions defense has played better since they got snacks from us. You give away yes. snacks. Uh, it's just still mm-hmm. pissing me off. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think Cook is, it absolutely, no doubt, runs through this defense. Just looking too good to stop right now. Um, I tell you, I I am leery of both passing games in this one. You know, some of these guys are going to have to catch passes, but they're going to be harder to trust than normal. Um, You know, I mean, Thielen and Diggs. Thielen has cooled off quite a bit of late. Uh, Diggs is, you know, coming in, playing pretty well. But this, you know, Lions secondary is giving up. They've given up the eighth fewest receptions to receivers on the season. Um, And it's a pretty good secondary. So, Kind of hard to sit these guys. I mean, very hard to sit either one of these guys because either one could just have that monster game for you, and there's no real reason to do it except a tough matchup. And we've seen too many good offensive players blow up tough matchups this season to really get there. But it will be a tough one for them. Um, Zach Zenner is pretty much going to get most of the rushing work for Mm -hmm. Detroit over Blount, who's also questionable. Uh, Theo Riddick could get involved in the passing game, but, you know... He's been a little disappointing. He just hasn't... uh, get you know. But you're right. I mean, he's good for maybe three or four catches at most. He he really hasn't uh, given you the production that you expected out of him. But I agree with you. Zenner is the guy, uh, the main guy, but you still have uh, Blunt there as well. Like, you know... Yeah, I I wouldn't trust Zenner in week 16. Mm, Let's put it that way. You know, Minnesota rush defense is still pretty decent. Yeah. 
Uh, I uh, wouldn't even trust uh, Kirk Cousins and you know back to the passing game. I, I, I source that leads NFL quarterbacks in turnovers. Seven lost fumbles, uh, ten in total, ten turnovers. Uh, last week, just twenty-one pass attempts. Uh, you know. Th- th- Look, uh, it looks like the Vikings have turned the page. Uh, maybe uh, Cousins could be uh, end up being uh, maybe asked to be a uh, yeah, just a placeholder. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, and, especially well, look, if, he's he's been playing like it pretty much all year, and and but yeah, now that they got the ground game back with Cook being yeah. fully healthy and Murray still being a good, very good backup, uh, in my opinion, might be the top backup in the league. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they're absolutely going to keep it on the ground against a, a Lions team that they should be able to have their way with, I think. Stafford mm-hmm. being hurt again, just not playing well all season long. Um, I, I just think this is a, a game Minnesota runs runs them to death. So you're right. It's going to be hard to get the, get the passing numbers you want out of them, but it's also hard to sit Thielen or Diggs just because of the right. season they've had and how good they are. And is it hard to sit uh, Galladay? I mean, he finally had a decent week last week. Uh, you know, I think he's on the injury report as well. But, I mean, with, with Stafford playing uh, as poorly as he has, I mean. Yeah, you Galladay's, you know, game? questionable again. But it, all expectations are him to play, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. More likely that was just him limited in practice just because uh, he is their it's week one and only guy. <laughs> Bruce Ellington's yeah. out again. Yes. You know, he's their guy. And you know, but last week, you're right, he, he stepped up in a big way. That was a tough matchup. I really didn't like him last week after the week he had right. before that where he didn't show any tendency to be that number one. Last week, I, you know, I guess they got that point across to him because he went out and played hard, went up and went, yep. grabbed every one of those balls that he had to get. Seven for him away, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, tough, uh, so he looked like a true number pasty. one last week, mm-hmm. and then he's got a tough matchup again this week. But again, he's the only game in town um, mm-hmm. that they can count on. So I think he's going to be in line for a, a decent game. But you mm-hmm. know, again, tough matchup. If Stafford could remain erect, <laughs> right? Uh, Say what about sa- erect? Sa- <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right. If if Matthew Stafford uh, could stand erect, <laughs> because uh, don't get take it easy there, Jim. Take it easy. I didn't say erection. I said erect. Uh, I mean, the Vikes uh, sacked Ryan Tannehill nine times last week, and uh, you know we know about uh, Stafford over the years is. Also uh, been susceptible to be sacked as well. So uh, we'll see. Loves if he has to hold a on to that ball a little bit too long. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. so uh, what are we thinking in terms of uh, we haven't done this uh, this week? You think the Vikings could cover the six in Detroit? I, I do. I think the Vikings cover the six. I think Dalvin Cook goes out and has a monster game. I think there's even a shot that Latavius Murray gets in the end zone in this one. But I yeah, think the no. Minnesota covers. And I also like the over. I think Minnesota comes close to that on its own. All right. All right. Uh, let's uh, move on. Colts, Giants. Uh, Colts, uh, nine and a, this might have moved, but uh, Colts, nine and a half point favorite over the Giants. Over under 47 and a half. Uh, Giants were shut out last week by the mighty Titans in the rain-soaked <laughs> MetLife Stadium. No OBJ again. Uh, you know, somebody asked me, you know, like when the, when the Giants listed him as out last week, can that be changed? Like, let's say if all of a sudden he makes a miraculous recovery. I mean, it, that, it's not like no, when you put him on the IR, right? No, yeah. Once they list him as out for the week, he cannot play that week. 
Okay. All right. It's Even if they list him as doubtful, if he plays mm-hmm. that week, then the league is investigating how he could have been listed as doubtful and still played. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is that extreme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, so we uh, talked about the uh, ramifications with OBJ out again. Evan Ingram, 8 for 75 last week on 12 targets. You mentioned finally finally looks uh, healthy. So, uh, and Sterling Shepard could uh, benefit from uh, Russell Shepard being out, too. So Yeah, look, uh, yeah. The, the one thing you, you got to like about the Colts is they, they've given up the second most receptions to tight ends and are allowing over 70 yards a game to the position. You know, Ingram last week looked fully healthy. With Ingram being fully healthy going against this defense, I got to expect Ingram to have a big game. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Gi- Giants, by the way, uh, they don't really have – I mean, they have uh, a backup, but uh, it, Kyle Laletta benched last week, inactive. So, man, they, they got to <laughs> draft a quarterback next year. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that either. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure we're looking at Eli Manning being our quarterback again in 2019. Yeah, I've seen the the headlines, but I don't know if I believe them. No, no, I kind of do. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense for them at least not to give Loletta a shot. Um, Mm -hmm. What the hell, you know? I mean, I know he's a fifth-round pick, and, you know, a lot of people don't think he'll be an NFL quarterback for very long, but at least give yeah. the guy a shot uh, if well, that's they, the point. If you really get him, they gave him five pass attempts against the Redskins. Yeah. Isn't that enough? <laughs> if you're really looking to move move on from Eli, then you're mm-hmm. going to give this kid a shot. The fact that they haven't shows me that they they really are intent on bringing Eli back next year. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see, I guess. I uh, got a prop bet for Saquon uh, Barkley. Rushing yards versus the Colts. Uh, the over-under is 84 and a half. And it's so low because, what, he, he had a total of 56 yards last week, 31 rushes, and uh, the rest was on uh, through catches. Would you think he takes the over on this or not? Or, I mean, it could be a game where uh, Giants are just – Playing from behind so much that he might get most of his production by catching passes. Well, I think he will. Look, we're talking about a Colts run defense that is giving up just 3.8 yards per carry. Um, mm-hmm. So Saquon, you know, is going to have to, you know, push and pull for all of that all game. But they have, they are allowing over seven receptions a game to running backs. So I do think that Barkley is, is in line to have a, a solid game. And, you know, of course, you're not thinking about sitting Saquon Barkley. You're just not. But I think he does do a lot of damage through the air. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when we start talking negatively, you know, looking at the yeah. negative aspects of these players, some, some people take it as we say not to start them. I just want to make sure we're clear. We're not saying right. that. We're just telling you that this is the reality of it. He's going to have a hard time rushing against this team, but he should catch quite a few passes. Start Saquon. Yes. Don't be yeah. a knucklehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Greg Burgoyne uh, tweeted out to us again. He's asking if he should sit either uh, Juju or Adam Thielen for Hamilton or Robbie Anderson. Uh Juju might be, uh, you know, it, it, the fact that he's a game time decision scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact but that he, he sent out a tweet, he's playing, he's playing. That gives him a lot of credence. I, I, you know, I tend to agree <laughs> that he will play. 
Um, in, in a game that has a potential to be a shootout, if he's playing, I think you got to play him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, we talked about it. We like Robbie Anderson. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. see what was the other name. I didn't see that that tweet. It's it's he's gonna sit either Juju or Thielen, Adam Thielen, for Hamilton or Robbie Anderson. Hamilton's okay, uh, uh, Robbie Anderson Deshaun might come Hamilton. into play. Yeah, Deshaun Hamilton, mm-hmm. Denver. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Decent options, um, but I just, man, I, I the upside of Thielen and Juju is just too high for me to want to mm-hmm. play Hamilton or Anderson. Right. But it is a it is a fair question. Oh, yeah, no, I'm know, not, I'm not to, saying it's not a fair question. Absolutely, Thielen has a before chance. Before we to, go to commercial, he, look, look at this. cooled before, off and not doing much. Go ahead. Yeah, before this commercial, right? First eight games, a little over nine catches and 115 receiving yards and six touchdowns in this first eight games for Thielen. Next six games, just a little over five catches per game and 55 receiving yards and uh, three touchdowns on those six. I'm kind of worried that, you know, they talked about a calf injury. You know, it, it might be that it's allowing him to play, but it's limiting his production. Or it could be just that Kirk Cousins sucks. Well, the calf injury would definitely make it hard to cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what are we thinking there? We're thinking it's... uh. Juju? Uh, I, yeah, I, if Juju plays, I'm going to play him. Yeah, okay. All right, when we come back, if you have some calls, we'll talk to you. If not, we got some games to go over. Patriots, Bills, Packers, Jets. We've got you covered week 16. Weekend fantasy update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Sean knows that we're big uh, police fans here. We're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz. <laughs> Boy, it had a Sean, Star Sean Trek feel those high it. notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to see uh, you know Sean kissing a green girl or something, right? If you're talking Star Trek, I don't know. He can hit those high notes. I'm very impressed, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can truly uh-huh. hit those if I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you cracked you cracked the glass in my uh, home studio. Really? <laughs> and the dogs in the na- yeah the dogs in the neighborhood. And the dogs in the neighborhood are coming to see uh, what that was. 
Ooh, what that sound was. <laughs> oh, there they are right now. <laughs> All right. Heel, heel. <laughs> Roll over. <laughs> calm down, calm down, boy. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That did the trick. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jim, you said we had a couple of uh, Twitter questions. Uh, so, yeah, yeah with a, you might, you, you might uh, want to tweet out to us. Uh, phone line, you might. You might get a busy signal right now. So at FNTSY Radio, at Joe Galina, at the Fantasy Taz, at, at, at. Just at Fantasy Taz, not the Fantasy Taz. I'm sorry. Okay. At Fantasy Taz. (laughs) But no, Greg. Greg Burgoyne is back at us. He's got a couple more for us. Sure, um, sure He's in sure. two championship. He's thinking of going Baker Mayfield over Tom Brady. <gasps> really? Hush <Ooh. laughs> Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a situation. you got to rip the name off the back of the jersey, as Scott yeah, Angle yeah. loves to say. Uh, but, mm-hmm. hey, look, I, I'm starting Baker over Brady as well. It, it could come back to bite us, no doubt. Brady's still mm-hmm. Brady, and any given Sunday he could go out there and have a monster game and you know even when it doesn't look like go out there and throw for five touchdowns and just go off always possible um but you know baker mayfield has just been playing better football and i i think this matchup against cincinnati just works in his favor at home we're going to talk about the uh, Patriots uh, Bills game. Well, we might as well just talk about it now and incorporate it into uh, uh, Greg's question. But uh, what do you think that the loss of Josh Gordon and and I think I could speak for you and say you know we really hope that uh, Gordon could really you know you know quiet the demons in his life. We wish him the best. You know, uh, you know. sometimes, you know, obviously, this is a situation where life takes precedence over football. But we are doing a fantasy football show. So what do you think the loss of Josh Gordon does to a Tom Brady or the other receiving options that he has? I mean, does Chris Hogan get a bump up at all? Do they decide to run the ball a little bit more? Because that's kind of why I like Michelle a little bit, uh, a little bit more this week as well. How do you think it affects the whole game plan? Well, I, I don't think it has a huge effect. I just think it'll be spread out a little bit more. I mean, it could be Hogan, uh, it could be Patterson, for all we know, um, that you know gets that extra Aaron touchdown pass or something like that. Gronk could step up and be bigger. Edelman has been Mister Consistency, so he's mm-hmm. there for you all the time. But you know, this Bills defense is playing very good. Um, but, you know, in back in week eight when he played this team, he, only, he threw for 324 yards, but he didn't throw for a single touchdown. And, uh, right. you know, he's home this time, so that should help him. But, mm-hmm. you know, at this this point, the way he's been playing, uh, you know, I, I just have a hard time of him going up against Buffalo and, and coming out the other side. I, I just think they, Baker, is that offense is playing a little better at this point. And again, if you take the names off the, the jerseys and look at the numbers, I think Baker is the choice. Right. I'm with you. I think I would start Baker as well over uh, Tom Brady. But it just seems like a weird year for the Patriots. I mean, in the past, when, when they've taken uh, other teams' cast-offs, I mean, it, they just seem to be able to get more out of what the original team got out of them, and that didn't happen this time. And it just seems like a different vibe in ter- just overall with uh, the the Patriots this year, doesn't it? I mean, like, when's the last time that they, they lost two straight games in December? You know? I mean, well, you know? no, this team, yeah, this team, you know, let's face it, Brady has been up and down this year. He just has, yeah. you know, there's games Gronk he looks like the old Brady. Of course. 
And, mm-hmm. and But there's also games where he just doesn't look the same, where you know balls are clearly missing receivers. They're not being thrown deep enough. So, you know, he's been very up and down. And as Brady goes, so does this offense. Um, and right. let's not forget that, you know, Michelle has missed a lot of time this year. James White mm-hmm. had an excellent start to the season, but there's a very good possibility he's just starting to be hurt, beat up, and just tired from all the work he did have early in the season. That's mm-hmm. not his usual role. He's not asked to do that much so consistently so early. So there's a very good chance he's just, you know, a tired, beat up boy, probably a body full of black and blues uh, after yeah, all the work yeah, he's done yeah. this year. So I get that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's just not the same offense. The problem is it can be on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. It could be an offense where Brady goes out and throws, you know, for 350 yards and four touchdowns and make mm-hmm. you feel stupid for sitting him. Always a possibility. But I do have Baker a little higher this week myself. Despite what Stephen A. Smith said, that the constant in this <laughs> offense has been Edelman, Julian Edelman, you know, week after week after week. No. Yeah, no, he absolutely is. is. He's yeah, he's he's playing like the Edelman of old, uh, yeah, before the yeah. injuries really started to pile on. He's just playing really mm-hmm. good football, uh, taking mm-hmm. massive hits and just getting right up and shrugging them off. So, uh, I, I agree. Edelman is just somebody you have to get in. So his next question, because oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, since we're talking about this game, who has more fantasy points at the end of it, Josh Allen or Tom Brady? I'm going with Allen. I, I definitely have Allen over Brady this week. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Allen is just playing really good football. I, I watched that whole game start to finish last week, and, man, mm-hmm. he, it looks like the game finally slowed down for him. He, mm-hmm. he looks like he finally understands how quick this game is and how fast he's got to move through his reads and, you know, make those calls. And he just played so much more consistent last week than I've seen him play all year. And when you add the fact that usually the rushing yards that he's had over the last month have been tremendous, his his floor is just real nice compared to Brady's. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, we, we had another question from uh, Frank Greg. What's up? Now, this is a defensive question. Uh, he wants to know if he should go with the Patriots defense over the Cowboys. And um, I'm just going to put this out there quick. I have Cowboys higher, but just by a little bit. Um, you know, mm-hmm. at, at this point, I think Allen and, uh, is playing better football than Winston is, to put it bluntly. And uh, mm-hmm. Dallas is in the game that they need to bounce back from a terrible game last week. And I, I think they do that all over Tampa Bay this week. So I like home, Dallas. Come yeah. away yeah, come away with mm-hmm. a few big plays here. I'm with you on that, especially like I said, with uh, Dallas playing at home. So uh any others or is uh Yeah, I know he's got one more and this one's gonna be pretty easy for me. Damian Williams over Jalen Samuels. <laughs> uh well you don't and... like Damian Williams, no. <laughs> <I'm okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um you know look Spencer Ware is on the doubtful list pretty much means he's not playing. Um, if he does, it'll be a shock, but I don't see it. Even if he does, I don't care. I'm going with Damian Williams in this one. Um, just, again, another big week from him, I expect, in in a game that, you know, they want to win. They're still trying to fight for that home field throughout the playoffs, and, you know, all these guys are, but they have that legitimate shot for it, but they need this mm-hmm. win on the road in a tough stadium in Seattle. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking for uh, 
Damian Williams to be highly involved against the Seattle defense that's 28th against opposing running backs over the last five weeks, giving up 85 receptions on the year to those running backs as well. So I look for Damian Williams to be involved both through the air and on the ground and put up another solid game. There you go. All right. Uh, Why don't we move on to the uh, Dolphins at home, three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jaguars. Not looking uh, for a lot of scoring in this. The over-under is 38-and-a-half. Dolphins 7-and-7, Jaguars 4-and-10. And And, uh, let's just jump right to uh, Leonard Fournette kind of uh, admitting that uh, he could be in better shape. Uh, well, yeah, not only that, but, <laughs> but the fact that they, you know, took him out of the game last week and gave second gave half. David Williams yeah. uh, a yeah. lot of the work in the second half is scary to me. Um, maybe yeah. they want to see what Williams has and whether or not they can go forward with him because I'm pretty sure they're not going to bring Carlos Hyde back, and mm-hmm. I, I do think T.J. Yeldon is a free agent, mm-hmm. so they, they may be trying to see what they get from David Williams and whether or not they should keep him around. And if that's the right. case, then, you know, we could see Fournette get a a, a a half of work or a quarter of work or or maybe the whole game. It's a great matchup. If he plays the whole game, I would love Fournette this week against the Dolphins defense that's given up 4.6 yards a carry and 120 yards a game to running backs. But, man, mm-hmm. I just don't know if he gets that kind of workload. And after last week, I'm a little afraid of him. I've got him a lot lower than most people do Mm -hmm. so i mean i i would i mean in a season long if i have a better option or at least an option that i think has a a potential for some uh more more uh consistent volume this week i use them i mean would you do a ballage over uh fournette i know it's funny funny you bring that up that's the combination (laughs) i was just thinking over my head and i'm telling you right now i would I, I really, I, I, I just don't know what those coaches are going to do in Jacksonville. No knock on Fournette, because before that he, he was running good. You know, before the stupid getting the uh, fight. Knocked. Go ahead, Say knock what? him. Yeah. Well, him. No stupid idiot for a bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was hurt, so it's hard to call a guy a bum for being hurt. Being hurt is part of I'll the game. It just bum. happens. I'll call him a bum. Um, but when he came back from that injury, he played well. He had a couple yeah. of big games, scoring touchdowns, getting getting plenty of work, and then of course he gets in the down, stupid got fight. In a melee. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and then lost another game because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but he's on when he's on the field, he's good. I'm just worried about how much he's going to be on this field. Hey, look. For all we know, they're they're worried about him not only with the injuries but also being a buffoon. Maybe they're looking to move on from him too. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like it. Now, who knows? Maybe the Jags might be looking to move on from Doug Marone. That's uh, one of the prop bets I have here. Uh, is Doug Marone going to be the head coach of the Jags? Game 1, 2019 regular season. Yes, minus 230. No, plus 160. What do you think? I say no. I think Tom Coughlin will be. I was I was just going to ask you. Tom Coughlin going to be uh, the coach next year? Have you seen how an- animated he gets up in that that? Thing yeah. up there. If that was the me, I'd be like, "Okay, yeah. let's get rid of all these idiots. I'll take the job myself. <laughs> Time mm-hmm. to do it right." Yeah, yep. 
So we're going to be seeing uh, Tom uh, Coughlin's uh, red, ruddy face on, on TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good old Tom. Hey, at, at least he always had passion on the sideline. I got like I oh, like coaches that know, have passion. You, you, <laughs> what I loved about Tom, not only was the two touchdowns that he brought to the Giants, but the fact that, uh, you know, as, as an older guy, he realized that he needed to change his uh, approach to his players. Like, you know, I keep on bringing this up, like, you know, when he wanted to get oh, them yeah, there right, like 15, right. you know, 15 minutes before. <laughs> For the start of a, a meeting and whatnot, and the yeah, I, I always thought that was kind of stupid myself. If you want a meeting to start at five to eight, just tell me five to eight. I'll be here at five to eight. Don't tell me it's right, going to start right, at right. eight and be mad at me if I don't get here by five of eight. I always hated that concept. Right. <laughs> you tell me what time it is. I'll be here. I will. I'll be there. But mm-hmm. to to say well, if I say eight, it's five of eight. Well, that, yeah. that's kind of ridiculous, don't, don't you think, Tom? Don't you think? Re- Read my mind. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Kalen Bailey, Joe, are we uh, are we reading too much into him getting uh, a lot of work? I mean, Kenyon Drake, it's, 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 Gase just doesn't trust him. I mean, uh, from what I read, they blame uh, Tannehill got sacked nine times last last week, and a portion of those they blame it on uh, Kenyon Drake not being able to provide some good uh, pass protection. Yeah, it, it's true, but yeah, and. I think Ballage is the one who gets to work this week. They are obviously Drake is in the doghouse. It, it just seems too easy for that. But it is a tough matchup against a you know Jaguars run defense. Um, yes, I, I'm I'm expecting though. I am expecting Ballage to get probably 15 to 17 carries, and with that, I think he gets you a decent fantasy day, uh, even against this tough defense. But uh, I. I I know I couldn't start Kenyon Drake based off of last week, but I think Ballage has a real good shot of, you know, getting a chance to get in the end zone even against this tough defense. Yes. All right. So what are we thinking in terms of this uh, game script? We think the uh, the Dolphins cover this three and a half uh, spread, and do you agree it's going to be a very low scoring game? I'm thinking that I, I like uh, I like the under. I think the Dolphins cover the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that I like that bet a little better. Um, the thirty-eight and a half—I mean, that's such a low number. But it—I'll mm. uh, tell you the truth. For me, that—that's too tight. I wouldn't bet the over/under in this one. Uh, it could easily go both ways. So low, it's so easy to go past that such a low number. But with these two teams, with these two defenses, it could stay that low. I just. Uh, I don't know if I want to bet on it. So I, for me, I like the three and a half, laying the three and a half Miami at home, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I touch the over under. Right. What do you, uh, we talked the uh, Patriots Bills, thirteen uh, point favorite. Uh, the Patriots are a thirteen point favorite over the Bills, forty four and a half over under. Think the Patriots could cover this thirteen? Uh, <laughs> just hard to, to think, you know, having an issue with this. But Buffalo is playing really good defense right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they've been a solid defense all year. They they gave New England fits in the first game. Uh, I I just think that's a little bit too many points to, to give up. Um, the fact that it's a 13-and-a-half dog and – it's a you know forty four and a half over under. I mean, this is look they're looking total domination like thirty fifteen basically here. Uh, I I just uh, no. I I think I take the Bills with the points. Me too. Me too. Bills giving up uh, just 
18.4 points per game in their last five. But we, like you kind of alluded to before, you never know week to week. You know, one week could be the week where the Patriots just blow up, you know, <laughs> and uh, and end up, uh, you know, you know, scoring a ton of points. I don't know if this is going to be be the week, though. I'm with you. I'll take uh, I'll take the Bills to cover. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking a uh, little Packers Jets. Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Has a little groin issue, but he's going to try to uh, push it aside, play through the pain. Uh, we'll talk about oh, uh, Jamal Williams. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know in a way, yeah, because he's Aaron Rodgers. No, because Joe Philbin says you you're a football player. You get paid to play football. Go play football. I'd be like, Joe, if I want you out of here, all I got to do is open my mouth. Yeah, you see what happened to the last guy? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we'll talk that game, Eagles-Texans. Got uh, some more games to talk to you about. We'll be right back with more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. For the final segment. Amazing how fast this show went today there, Taz. Juggling Jim Day, the fantasy Taz. Sean Engel bringing us back. All right. And if you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you could think of, including sides, totals, and player props where you could utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on eSports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge with live betting at BetDSI where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game action. There are so many ways that you can make money. Go to BetDSI and enter the promo code FNTSY18 when signing up to get a 100% bonus deposit match. That's promo code FNTSY18. BetDSI, that's where players get paid. All right, so... There you go. That says it all. Uh, do you have a DFS lineup that you have available there, uh, Taz? Uh, sure. Give me a minute to get it set up, and we'll be right there. I just uh, thought we'd do it a little all bit right. later. In the mean, 
well, we can. Or why don't we? Uh, why don't we go over Packers Jets and we'll go over a DFS lineup or two a little later. Packers okay. Jets. Packers three point favorite over uh, home dog uh, New York Jets. We've spoken about some of these players already. Jamal Williams uh, with Aaron Jones on the IR. Uh, I know there's some uh, running backs like Damian Williams that you like better than him. Uh, you're a little concerned with Jamal Williams uh, appearing on the injury report, right? Uh, a little. I, I mean, you know, did, did, he had a great game last week uh, against the tough Bears defense. 97 yards in the score against them. Um, you know, Jones now on IR, so he should get plenty of work against the Jets defense that's given up 4.2 yards a carry, 95 yards a game. Um, you know, the Philbin has already talked up Williams. It'd be a big part of the game plan. But there's, you know, I, too many unknowns. First of all, I'm not a huge Jamal Williams fan. Uh, right. Never have been. I didn't draft well, him in any Most of any us league. fantasy players wanted Aaron Jones to be the main guy, right? I mean, we, yeah, we right. recognized that before uh, the Packers, you know, started using him that way. But he, he should get a lot of run in this game, and, and you know, with especially with Rodgers not having a great year and being a little bit more beat up this week. Should get plenty of work, but Damian Williams, for me, is is the guy that I'd play over almost any of these mid-range guys for me, and that's what I consider Jamal Williams, a a mid-range guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the Jets, Quincy Inunua out. I think we both agree that we both uh, like Robbie Anderson has averaged uh, just over eight targets in the past three games, scored a TD in two straight. Uh, Elijah McGuire going to be the guy uh, running back-wise for the Jets. Touchdowns in two straight, but really uh, has been his yards per carry, under three yards per carry uh, over the past couple of weeks. So uh, I don't know if I trust uh, Elijah too much. Well, he should get plenty of work, and the fact that he's a pass-catching back as well, um, you know, mm-hmm. this this is a Packers defense that's given up 4.5 yards a carry and 100 yards a game. Uh, so I expect him to see plenty of chances in this one. Anderson, I, I mean, uh, he's got 25 targets in the last three weeks. Really mm-hmm. nice and consistent. Been playing some good football of late. This is a game, you know, that I think uh, Packers are prone to give up those big plays. So in that one guy's league, I could see Anderson scoring, what, six, 700 points this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, their, their secondary is all banged up. So I, I do like Anderson to come into play. Um, I don't like Herndon. We've seen, been seeing him getting phased out, not getting much work. And the Packers mm-hmm. are really good against opposing tight ends. So Herndon mm-hmm. is a guy I definitely wouldn't want to get involved. Uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. Graham is another one. I, I just don't like Jets really tough against tight ends you know mm-hmm. Devontae Adams absolutely isn't always uh, outside of that really risky anywhere else on, on that side of the ball yeah. for the Packers actually I have a prop bet for uh, Devontae Adams uh, number one wide receiver in fantasy overall he's just been amazing uh, we talked about him week after week after week and he just keeps on getting it done but uh, over under uh, six and a half and that's receptions versus the Jets over under six and a half I would take the over <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably take the over as well. Again, we, we talked about it earlier. Rodgers just seems to has eyes for Adams and Adams alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jets over the last five weeks. Well, on the season, they're 30th against the post and wide receivers. Over the last five weeks, they've actually gotten worse. They're now 32nd. Um, they've mm-hmm. given up over 2,700 yards in 14 games. So, I, you know, definitely a, um, basically almost just a – 
a tad below 200 yards a game to opposing wide receivers. So uh, Devontae Adams should feed today. Mm-hmm. So do you uh, think tomorrow, uh, I keep saying that tomorrow, today. right? Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the uh, you like the Jets as a home underdog with this spread? I have it at three. Yeah, that's what I have it as two. And yeah, um, I, I don't. No, I don't. I wouldn't bet the the, the minus uh, three or or plus three in this game. Uh, it mm-hmm. could easily go either way. I just depending on what Aaron Rodgers does and, and shows up, which one of him. I, I don't mm-hmm. like this game betting wise at all. Look, Aaron Rodgers can turn into Aaron Rodgers in any given day and go off. Uh, Hasn't done Mm -hmm. it much this year, but still always a possibility. Um, Jets, I I don't know. (laughs) I I just don't know if I could bet this game either way. I I don't know how much Green Bay has really given up. Mm. All right. Um, Why don't we move on to uh, the Eagles and the Texans. Eagles home, uh, having them as a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, 46 over under. Is Nick Foles going to lead the Eagles deep into the playoffs once again? Could this miracle happen again? I mean, they beat the Rams 30-23. to His numbers were, uh, you know, 270 passing yards last week. (laughs) No touchdowns and a pick. But uh, like you said, he he loved uh, Alshon Jeffrey last week, 8 for 160. It'll be interesting to see if that uh, happens again this week. Yeah, it, I, I expect him to probably go back to Jeffrey quite a bit in, in this matchup. Uh, he definitely, you know, has consistency with him, and, and I like that. But I, I'm not ready to buy into Foles. Last week, they won because their defense just stopped uh, the Rams. I mean, just completely right. had Goff on his heels the whole game. And and that's why they won that game. Had really nothing to do with, uh, with Foles. I mean, he threw for t- 270 yards, like you said, but no touchdowns. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I have no love for Nick Foles this week. A lot of people want to start him. I just don't think I could. Um, you know, we we do have Lamar Miller out for this one, so Alfred Blue is in play, but we could also right. see Deontay Foreman come in. Um, yeah, right. I know he's been inactive the last couple of weeks, but now with Miller not playing, we could see Foreman get involved. And right. to me, that, that just leads me off of Blue just a little bit. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just tough yeah. to, to get behind that. Blue could and, have a good no game, way, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Right, and in uh, and in no way, I mean, am I considering uh, starting for him? But he could chip away, like you insinuated, to Blues. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm know, definitely yeah, not talking yeah. about starting yeah. for him by any sense of the imagination. Yeah. I'm just worried yeah. about how much he takes away from Blues production. Um, so and it's we'll, a shame we'll because this is a a good matchup. Uh, Eagles, I didn't realize how bad they were against uh, running backs. Five point seven yards per carry past six weeks. Yeah, thirty second so. in the last. They're thirty second in the league on uh, over the last five weeks. Um, so yeah, they, but you know they faced some pretty good running backs: New Orleans, the Giants, uh, Dallas, Rams, and Washington. So they faced right. some good running backs, but uh, they, they've definitely been giving it up. <laughs> yeah, uh, running back wise, do you start any of the uh, Eagles running backs like Wendell Smallwood? Nope, I mean, nope. No, nope, Josh Adams and Darren Sproles. No, you can't. we I are agree. now yeah. talking a full-blown committee here, and you yeah. just never know who's going to get what at when. And you got a Texas defense that's, you know, they're they're giving up just three point two yards a carry and just sixty-six yards a game. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Do I trust any of these Philadelphia running backs this week? Right, all right. Uh, of course, Zach Ertz is an automatic. Golden Tate. It looks like that he is what 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 his numbers are saying that he's 
going to be in terms of, I don't think, I think he's probably hit his plateau, 5 for 43 last week. I, I kind of think of him, I mean, do you ever see him blowing up? I mean, or, or is this it? No, I think this is what we're going to see out of him. And it's not him. Yeah. It's this offense. They're, you know, yeah. uh, losing Frank Reich uh, really hurt them tremendously. This offense mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm. not the same. Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. really care which, which quarterback is in there. The, the play calling is just too mundane. It's right. not catching anybody by surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Eagles home. You think they could cover this uh, one and a half against the Texans? Tough game, right? Another tough yeah, game. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I don't think they do. I think the mm-hmm. Houston comes in, uh, and I think Houston ends up winning this game. I Last week, Philly defense really got after it, and I, I think they'll have a good, decent game again. I just don't know. With the ability that Watson has to move around, I think they'll have a harder time. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's try to get through a couple more games real quick in the time we have remaining. And uh, I have Falcons my DFS point- lineup up if you ever want to talk about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, well, we get, throw it out there, and then we'll get to the Falcons-Panthers. Okay, here's one I got going. I got Dak Prescott, uh, and this is DraftKings. I like him uh, this week, yeah. Yeah, DraftKings uh, yeah. cash game, 50-50. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Juju Smith-Schuster. Robbie Anderson, Sterling Shepard, C.J. Uzuma, Matt Breida, and the New England Patriots. And I, I took, right. you know, I, I took I like a punt it. with Uzuma and Breida, uh, just mm-hmm. so I could get Elliot Barkley uh, in there together. Right. Did you just make this one up, this lineup up, because, uh, or did, you know, you made it before the show because of, uh, you know, Juju Smith. We only saw his his tweet earlier. No, this is actually one I set the other. No, no, it's it's one I set the other day that I I may go back in and tweak. But look, Mm -hmm. you know, when a guy like that says he's going to play, I I believe him. You know, to say Uh it so adamantly that he wants to get out there. He's not going to lie to you. Yeah, no, absolutely not. You know, coaches (laughs) might, but he's not. He wants to get out there and play just as much as we want him to get out there and play. And uh, I I bet you it it even gets him going a little bit more. I'll take a shot on him as of right now. That may change depending on, you know, what kind of reports we get today. Hmm. But overall, I like that lineup. I'm high on uh, Prescott this week and obviously, you know, uh, Zeke as well. Uh, but uh, Falcons three over the home underdog Panthers shut down camp for the uh, for the season, which makes sense. And we got a uh, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke mufflers. Well, it, this game totally flip flop with that news of Cam being out because it was Carolina, of course, uh, favorite. As, you know, when the fir- first lines come out, uh, I think yeah. it was three and a half points, Carolina. And then as soon as mm-hmm. he was out, it, it flip flopped and did the minus three. I I don't know much about uh, Heineke at all, so I really don't know his mm-hmm. his tendencies and what he's looking at. Is he a deep ball thrower? I, I have to be honest here. I don't know much about his game. I don't know if I could have a lot of faith in this offense. Um, Atlanta's defense has been playing better, especially against opposing wide receivers. Uh, 20th on the season, but number five over the last five weeks against opposing wide receivers. So, With the, the addition of Heineke in there, it's kind of hard for me to trust these Carolina receivers in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we thinking about the uh, Falcons wide receivers? I mean, uh, Julio Jones game time decision. Uh, I mean, is it worth maybe picking up a, a Sanu or a Ridley, keeping him on your bench just in case? 
Well, if Jones doesn't go, I kind of like uh, Ridley. I think Ridley gets mm-hmm. gets a lot more play if, if Jones doesn't go in this one. If Jones goes, of course you're playing him. Uh, Carolina's sure. number tw- is 28th against opposing wide receivers over the last five weeks, 25th on the season. So um, you're just not they're getting tore up that way. And I expected Atlanta to do the exact same thing. Ryan is still Ryan. He's had a great year, even though they're five and nine. He's been very good fantasy quarterback. I expect that to continue. And if Jones isn't in there. I think Ridley get, becomes a play. Mm, we know we're starting Christian McCaffrey. What about uh, Tevin Coleman? Ito Smith on the IR. Very good week uh, against the Cardinals for Coleman last week, but he took advantage of a good matchup. Do, do we like his matchup this week, uh, Coleman? It's not as great. Uh, Carolina, seventh on the year against the running backs, but 13th over the last five weeks. So they've been getting a little more. They're going to get a little bit further tested in this one in, in a game where I think uh, Carolina has a few three and outs and Atlanta controls the clock, in which case I think Tolman gets plenty of work. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think based on just opportunity alone makes Coleman a decent, viable fantasy option. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, uh, do we think that the uh, you like this reverse uh, on the uh, line? You think the Falcons could cover? I mean, we don't, mu- I, don't I much do about Heineke. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote on the fact that I do think uh, that Atlanta could cover in this one. You know, mm-hmm. Just for if for no other reason, just saving face after the year they've had. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Rams cards. Let's try to. A couple minutes left. Rams cards, uh, 14 and a half point favorite in Arizona. Uh, are you concerned about Jared Goff? C- concerned enough where you might look elsewhere for Jared in a season long? Well, it depends on where the uh, other, you know, is. Who else? What the other option at? is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Goff looked terrible last week. They had him on his heels <laughs> uh, pretty much all game. I mean, he had a yeah. chance at the end to come back and get the game, but uh, it just didn't work out. And Arizona has been playing, you know, pretty good against the pass, but not great. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I could see the Rams running down Arizona's throat. They're 31st over the last five weeks, 30th over the season against running backs. And mm-hmm. if that happens, then that take the ball out of uh, Goff's hands as well. So right, Goff is right. definitely a little iffy for me over the, just because of the play of late mm-hmm. and the fact that they could run all over Arizona. Right. C.J. Anderson, John Kelly just going to run it down their throats, huh? Very possible. Absolutely very possible. Plus, we just don't know who, who's yeah, going to well, be the Yeah, well, that is a problem. Isn't, yeah, there's no yeah. guarantee. Absolutely. We don't know which one could do the damage. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's still still a chance that, you know, Gurley plays. Uh, I mean, DFS Gordon. Line. No, wait, wait. Uh, that girl, you're right. Confused. No, you're right. Gurley's yeah, a game time decision. So you're right. So you're right. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But if you. Uh, well, uh, that's about all the time we have. Wow, that Taz. was quick. It really went fast. Uh, thanks to everyone who called in. Thanks to Sean Angle for producing the show. Want to wish everyone out there, as, as well as you, Jim, and your family, a Merry Christmas. And if uh, if you celebrate, if you don't, the spirit of Christmas uh, hopefully is with you. Hopefully, yeah, brings you a fantasy uh, football championship. We'll be back next Saturday uh, for Week 17 in the NFL. Uh, go over the matchups and uh, look. To the Merry Christmas, guys. Go win those championships. Yeah. We'll see you next week. There you go. All right, take care.